Howdy, folks. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast that may contain content and language not suited for younger cowboys and cowgirls. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest podcast in the wilderness. I'm sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. Be free, free. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney. I'm Scott, and joining me this week are four guys who enjoy poaching on the Harambe Wildlife Reserve. Adam. What's up, guys? Jason. Konnichiwa. Mikey. There's no better flank than a zebra flank. (laughs) And Tim. Hello there. We're here to talk about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. So first up, as, uh, as we've hit the NCAA tournament... Uh, Disney has once again released its March Magic 2017 bracket. Now, this one, uh, it seems like it's only for Disney World right now. I don't know if they've released a Disneyland one, but since we don't give two shits about Disneyland, we're gonna fe- we're only going to focus on Disney World. Uh, so the, the five of us went through the bracket, um, and we've, uh, we've picked our own, uh, our own winner. So we're going to just uh, skip right ahead to the final four. Uh, we'll post our brackets in the, in the, in the page or in the group. And you guys can follow along. You guys can post your own brackets. And um, I'm going to offer a little bit of a prize for the winner, whoever gets the most correct. Um, I'll post all the rules, and you'll you'll see where you can sign up for it. I've got a collection of pins from uh, from Disney World. They're just a random assortment. I'll send you three with a little uh, lanyard that the cast members use uh, for their pins, so you guys can uh, you guys can win that. Tim, what do you got in the final four? Final four, I have. The uh, Gracie Manor ghouls going up against Dreamfinders, with the Dreamfinders taking them the out. One. And the you have the Dreamfinders kicking out the ghouls. Oh yeah. Oh. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Interesting. Hey, listen. You know the you, you know gotta, the Gracie make Manor ghouls have won this like three times. I don't yeah, know how that works. I'm, I'm for the underdogs. Totally they're in the same underdogs. bracket. No, they're not. Yeah, he's he's talking about only he's in the final four. He's, final four. He said that yeah the the ghouls were uh, losing to the Dreamfinders in that. Oh, okay, uh, twenty six okay, bracket. Okay, okay. But I I'm a football guy, so this back and forth shit may as well be tennis. I mean, there's there's nets. <laughs> uh, all right, so you got the you got the uh, Dreamfinders in your in your first uh, final four pick. Who's in your second one? I I've got the uh, It's a Small World Internationals going up against. The Pirates Cannonballs with the Cannonballs taking it. Nice. Pirates. And uh, how about your uh, your third pick? All right, I flip up my page over here. All right. I've got the Big Thunder Goats going up against the Jungle Cruise Skippers with the Skippers pulling out from the river. Skippers. And then last, last one is I've got the uh, Future World Phoenicians going up against the Star Tours Rebel Spies. 
with the rebel spy. The Phoenicians made a the Phoenicians made a really strong run last year. They uh, they made a they made a really strong move last year. I think they got all the way to the final four last year and uh, ended up losing. So maybe they'll break through this year. Who's your champion? My champion. I'm gonna. Are we going there? We can, yeah, we're gonna go there. We'll go to okay. our champion. All right, so the everyone's uh, gonna pick their final four and then the champion. That leaves me with the Dreamfinders going against the Skippers with the Skippers taking the cup. Ooh, Jungle Crew Skippers for their first win. That that should be interesting. Mikey, who's in your final four? Okay, I'm not gonna break everything down like like Tim did. Um, I don't do sports Tim's, ball. Tim's much. thorough. He's watched he's watched film on everyone. He is. He's made sure <laughs> yes. to. Uh, he definitely. watched 200 hours of film on these on these attractions. <laughs> I'd My have, joke would have been wholly inappropriate, so I'm not going to make it. I'd have something to do um, on a Sunday. <laughs> uh, you know, my final four, um, I've got the Dreamfinders making the final four. I think the uh, the Relic is going to make a push. Um, I've got the Cannonballs. I've got, I've got the Goats from uh, Big Thunder Mountain because, you know, greatest of all time, the Goats. So, you know, I've got to go with the acronym there. And uh, the Rebel Spies, because fucking putting the Rebel Spies in this is like, you know, that's that's your that's your, your Duke or your Kentucky. They're they're gonna go to the Final Four. It doesn't matter. And you know, um, it it should be it should be really interesting because the the Star Star Tours has been in this a lot, and they never make it out of the second round. Oh, well, um, see, I don't know anything about. They're like the they're like football. the Georgetown, of 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 attraction. And I think it's always been the troopers or the something with the dark side. If they go rebel spies, I think I think that might uh, push them over the top. Yeah, it was it Italian to to Rogue One, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So who's your champion then? Um, I'm sorry, Tim was making a face or something. I don't know. I was like, oh shit, what's <laughs> happening over there? Who's For my. For my my champion, I've actually got uh, you know it's a shakeup. I'm I'm going to cannonballs. So All right, Adam. Adam, who's in your final four then? All right, I got the ghouls versus the dreamfinders, and the lost boys versus the cannonballs. Out of that, okay. the ghouls versus the cannonballs, and then I have the cannonballs winning on that side. On the other side, I have the goats versus the bellhops, star porters versus the rebel spies. Bellhops versus Rebel Spies for this matchup. Rebel Spies for the win on that one. And then to win the whole thing, I have the Cannonballs. Got to be Pirates. Hey, gets yeah. Their, Pirates gets their second win. Oh. It's the red-haired lady. Everybody oh, likes yes. a ginger. Everybody loves now, does, does, Is Soren in that bracket? No. Soren's not, Soren not in on there. Not. Oh, it's Which not? surprises me. No. Yeah, Soren is not in the bracket. It might be. Really? Um, Disneyland is doing their own, so it might be in Disneyland. Yeah, usually now, they did do Disneyland a get the upgrade. Did Disneyland get the upgrade? Yes. Did they do yes. the refurbishment? Okay, actually, I think they got it before us, didn't they? They got their so. video screens and the um, new projectors put in first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah they they have their own they have their own bracket. Um, All right. I have, as far uh, as me, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying I I'm the kid that comes to school without doing his homework. <laughs> Because the teacher fucked me on this deal, but um, <laughs> you were the cannonballs are going to take it. The, the cannonballs are going to take it all the way, and I'm I'm presuming that that's that's pirates. Yes, it is. Yes, yes that's pirates. The and they're gonna they are bar none going to take this motherfucker all the way to the end. Um, I uh, 
you know, some some interesting um, interesting rides with Splash Mountain being included this year. I went with the Vultures against the Cannonballs in the, uh, I guess I'll call that the left side of the bracket. And uh, I think the Vultures are actually going to take it. I think a lot, a lot more people love Splash Mountain than care to admit. Um, so I think, uh, I think the Vultures are going to win that side. And on the other half, I think a classic, uh, a classic push for the Jungle Cruise is going to put the Skippers into the Final Four along with the Rebel Spies. I think the Star Tours love or the Star Wars love is just too great. Um, and I, uh, I, I just think I see that the skip the spies beat the skippers out and the vultures take it all i think Spl- mm. uh, splash mountain wins it so nah. never i never done i've never been on splash mountain it's fun you know what it's it's Ever. got a ton of audio animatronics it's, when they uh, work well, yeah. i need to i mean it's just uh, opportunity is, is i mean they, it just hasn't been conducive to what we wanted they all work very well uh, mm. i don't i don't no, that ride is notorious for having things malfunctioning on it well, I mean, look, one or one or two of the hundred and some odd uh, audio animatronics, you're not going to really notice it. No, at one point it was the it was Rabbit who didn't move. You kind of noticed it mm. <laughs> when it's your main yeah, he's animatronic. Not yeah, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, we had a problem where the log didn't move, and we were <laughs> we were stuck under the waterfall on the backside for about three minutes, just getting soaked oh. for three solid damn minutes. Oh, that'll 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 generally make the uh, the ride a little bit worse. Well, it was during not so scary, so we definitely had some uh, the, you know some 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 jungle rot happening down there. <laughs> um, there was some chafing, and that was that was like night Oof. one of, of our trip. So it was, uh, I mean, I was fine. I don't, I don't care. You know, I, we went the last time I went on it, um, we were coming down that, you know, there's that like mini drop where you, uh, go past the, uh, uh, bird bears, butt. so you go past that yeah. and then there's like a mini drop. There was no water in that mini drop. It's kind of just like a roller coaster where we just like coasted through and then into the next section where there was water. It's really weird. They had some like malfunction with the water and. Uh, we did the the drop without any water in it, and then went into a, I guess the the bottom of the uh, the next dropout where there's water. It was really weird. No, a drop with no water at the very bottom that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was Seriously. really it was really strange to to see. Uh, it, I think there was a breakdown in one of the pumps, and so uh, they just kind of let the let the logs go through there, and then they got back into the place where where we had water. <laughs> it was very strange. So. Uh, also big in the in the news this week. I'm not sure if anyone's heard about this, but this thing called Pandora. Uh, I, I have no idea what it's about. It's a jeweler, um, but I think <laughs> don't they make the beads? <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> they do. They make uh, they make um, uh, jewelry for. I thought it was uh, an internet radio moms. That too, and I'm not sure what Disney's talking about then. Because uh, they, I don't know, the, the the beads are a lot more collectible than the franchise of Disney. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's a so, box we could open. So Ooh. Disney has begun. Disney has begun. It's uh, the nice word to call this is whoring out of the media to to try and influence everybody that Pandora is going to be epically awesome and great. To be fair, it's the media that they own. Yeah, this is it's true. ABC. This is true. Yeah. They, they, everybody that's invited down there to uh, report on it is actually employees of the mouse. So, 
So they have uh, they've got uh, ESPN down there. Uh, I've seen ESPN commercials. Uh, the I think uh, Mikey, you watched the uh, the View. Oh God, did I ever? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to. I don't see here. You know, here's you just lost I your band it. card. <laughs> and, and and Joy Behar, God love her. I grew up watching Comedy Central in the '90s, and she was a very funny stand-up comedian. She gets on this, and everybody's got their own cause, so it's all about them. But she was dropping f bombs on the stage during the recording, which I know was edited for television after the fact. But she was dropping f bombs with a crowd in front of her, and in that crowd were children. I, I just what the Wait. hell. Or what it, the fuck on the on the view? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, like I said, it was edited for TV, so there was zero audio when she was saying that, and I mean, it maybe she was maybe the word was shit. It was fuck her shit <laughs> because it was preceded by what the, and she was complaining about some bus full of boys, and whatever she said, it smelled like got bleeped out. Oh, so. And it was two syllables. It was not shit. I'm, I'm thinking semen. <laughs> Would they bleep out semen? I, you know, I don't know. But they didn't earmuff the kids that are sitting there watching her rant. And then the wind picked up and blew half her wig off, and her sun visor went <laughs> off into the, the fucking crane paddock. I don't. Maybe, that was pretty funny. Maybe I should start watching the view from now on. It blew Whoopi Goldberg's eyebrows off. It was so. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> So what did what did you? Uh, I mean, we've all, we've all seen the media footage. We've all seen the the um, specials on Good Morning America, another another um, you know Disney owned property. What did what did you guys all think of it? I'm excited for it. I just from the technology standpoint alone. I mean, I, the the animatronics look amazing. I'm curious to see how they're going to pull off this bioluminescent forest. In the uh, the dark boat ride that's going to be, I'm I'm just I'm excited for it. I I don't know necessarily how popular it's going to be as far as the franchise goes, but I think as far as the new rides and the technology, I think it's going to be pretty popular. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for it myself. I'm looking forward to it. The best part of Avatar was actually watching all that background at night. Not necessarily been the story, but the actual film itself was beautiful. And to be immersed in something like that, I I, I can't see it not hitting on all cylinders and the way that everybody's attention to detail that's working on it i I can't see it being bad and that being said the movie aside i mean everybody loved that movie when it came out 20 years later of course you know the love for it has faded a bit but when you look at rotten tomatoes and all the websites and all the ratings that thing this thing got i mean people the nerdgasms that people were having over this and getting so upset that there wasn't a place like this that they can go to and now we're they're getting that, so we'll see what happens. But I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, I think I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I really do. I think Disney is going to do everything they have to do to make it incredibly immense. It, it, like you're going to go into the into the uh, land of Pandora. I don't even know what the name of the planet's called. The movie is not that good. The movie to me was kind of boring. It was Dances with Wolves with Blue People. It was, as, it was I alien, it. It, it was alien Pocahontas. Yeah, it, it was, was like alien Pocahontas. False. <laughs> it was false, as Mikey says. <laughs> Ernest goes. Ernest to goes to the camp in nineteen eighty-seven, and it is okay. the exact same movie as Ernest goes to camp. 
So stop with all the fucking Fern Gully and Dances with Wolves, all right? This was Crater Excavation up against Camp Motherfucking Kikakee and Ernest with his second chancers, okay? Don't, don't come at me with no more Fern Gully Dances with Wolves bullshit. All right, that's it. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> and I li- and I'm I'm excited for Avatar and the Pandora world, and I really want to go there and all this fun stuff. And you know, but don't come at me with this motherfucking Kevin Costner and some animated garbage that got a sequel because why not? But go ahead, Scott. I I, I mean, look, I I just think in in the end, twenty years from now. People are going to remember Pandora be, uh, Avatar because of Disney World. I really do believe that. I believe that the land being built will actually give staying power to the films themselves. I, I just don't think that when it's all when it's all said and done, uh, Avatar is not going to be a long you know long lasting film history like uh, you know The Godfather or uh, um, Jaws or anything like that. It's not going to be a great piece of cinematic history. It's it made a lot of money, but you know. Fuck, Fast and the Furious made more than a billion dollars as well. So, yeah, um, but they also have their own attraction going into Universal. What does Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious. I mean, that's, that's just a experience because that won't end well. That joke just crashed and land. burned. I'm wondering if in 20 years. <laughs> What's going to happen to Avatar Land? Is this good, still going to be relevant? Is, is this still going to be viable to have a whole land dedicated to this movie franchise? Well, in well, 20 years from movies now. coming out. Yeah, yeah. In 20 and, years I, and I think now, it's, it's going to stay. It's going to stay around because Disney is going to create such an immersive land on it that it, it, I mean, people are going to people are going to go there and they're going to they're going to lose their shit. I mean, you're going to walk through there and be wow, this is amazing. This is. Uh, this is unbelievably realistic, and the, I mean, we've seen pictures of the floating mountains. We've seen video of it. I mean, shit, they got waterfalls coming down all around you. Where? Great. Now, as a lawyer, you're speculating. We always speculate. And you should never do that. No, and, and and we're looking and we're looking at yeah, but without fact. I mean, you're looking at a couple pictures and a couple video. Look, let's be honest here. It's an 11 year old film. Anybody under the age of 16 has never even seen it. What demographics or what what age group or who are we trying to appease to? Yes, it's a rake-or-breaking movie. I get that. But it doesn't have any long-lasting stuff. Star Wars has been on the shelf since the 1970s. Do you see any Avatar stuff on the shelves? There's no selling of anything other than it was a movie from 11 years ago. So my my thing is, I'm not saying Disney isn't going to do a great job because they're going to just rock this shit. But my, my question for Disney is... They're banking a lot on a land and hype to push revenue up for the next four movies. If those four movies flop or they suck, or even just one of them sucks, it's not a Disney that whole movie. franchise is dead. It's a Fox no. movie, which is it's what makes Fox all movie. of this so, so interesting. So Disney has no actual care what the movies actually do. They just license So they're going to get the zero revenue yeah. from the movies. Yeah, they it's license just the licensing use in their land. There's yeah. nothing That's to do with the movies. That's what makes all of this so it's interesting. Not, I will yeah. say this. It's not an Disney IP for Disney. Disney and Cameron do have a connection because of that Titanic thing he did yep. sometime back that Disney put out. He oversaw all of that. So, I mean, they had, the, you know, hands were in pockets back then, which I'm sure somehow led, you know, to this. But, you know, here in, and you touched on it there, uh, Jason, with the whole, there wasn't a whole lot of marketing. There's no Avatar toys. There's, you know, no... Uh, products on a shelf for Avatar like there are Star Wars right now, and I get that. 
I read something that James Cameron just didn't want to go George Lucas, you know, with his idea and his property. Where is, okay, that's fine. Now let me ask you this. We already know money is in the movies. How much money is Disney spending on Avatar Land? I thought the latest number I got was between what, probably two. That's and conservative, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Where are they going to make that money up? And it isn't going to be from park revenue just to get people in there. How many years is it going to take? Then you got to throw in upkeep, and by the time you pay it off, this luminescent, this stuff that you're going to be looking at is going to be outdated. You see what I mean? I, the whole thing but just I mean, just is not coming together. Yes, you got a cool land being built, but there's not enough Disney out there or enough other. Um, Places that we could have stuck that money, like a doubled Star Wars land, something that is actually Jason, the, but that doesn't keep people at Animal Kingdom. No, you know this is no. something to keep Agreed. Animal Kingdom moving later on in the evening. You know that this Agreed. coincides with the the Rivers of, of Light or whatever it is. You know they, they, this is just keeping people in the parks, and if people are in the parks, people are spending money if they're in the parks, and I think that's where all this comes from. Is, and that and that ties into what we talked yeah. about last week very few of us have napped at animal kingdom because you're not there all day. You're not there long enough to, to need a nap. I, I couldn't um, say that. I've been there all day. Uh, we spent a full day there. Yeah. Last visit we spent the whole day there. Yeah. So, I mean, it has not, it, there's just nothing, there's no place comfortable and dark to nap in. It's more yeah, along cool those enough. lines. Yeah. How I many mean, people even know park. they have lights at animal kingdom, you know, cause most mm-hmm. everybody is gone by dusk. Yeah. Uh, Jason, by the way, the cost of Avatar Land is about $500 million. Oh, shit. That's it. That's less That's than it? a quarter of what the movie grossed. Then then I, stand corrected. Yeah. I mean, look, then it's, then it's then costing a lot of money, but it, like like Mikey said. Well, no, well, hang on a second, Scott. $500 million is nothing. So I, my whole <laughs> argument is invalid well, no, look, now. It, it, is, it is valid. $500 million is a lot of money on one land. But... I think, like Mikey said, this is a great way to to add something to Animal Kingdom that hasn't been there or has been missing. You're, you've been missing an immersive experience that, to be added there since the park opened in 1998. I mean, we're going on almost 20 years of uh, 20 years of Animal Kingdom, and the only addition they've had is Finding Nemo the Musical and Everest, and the Everest Yeti doesn't even work. I mean. I mean, if you're looking at that aspect of it, there was supposed to be Beastly Kingdom, yeah. which is another I, whole ball of wax that kind of got pushed to the side, which I would have loved to see. But it, it's just, it's not in the cards. They partnered with Cameron. It is what it is. I would like to see what it's going to be. I'm not going to... Sh- so where's the... Let me ask you this then, as far as the... No, I'm just purely talking as a shareholder. I'll speak to Adam. Um, franchise. Avatar merchandise in the park is it now is that going to be a disney i don't think there's going to be any is there not going to be any yeah you'll see pandora land of avatar merchandise you'll see cups you'll see mugs Mm -hmm. i don't see you seeing maybe stuffed animals and stuff as much i don't it's not that kind of property i know they're going to have like trinkets and stuff that look like they were made by the indigenous people the navi of avatar so (laughs) There may be some blue, you know, twine, rattan, wind catcher. I mean, there. look, I, I, I think that I think this is a really good thing for Animal Kingdom. It's going to add it's going to plus the park immensely. It's going to add character to the park. It's going to add people to the park. It's going to it's going to be good for Disney. The long term effects. I mean, I think I think Avatar is is 
here to stay in in the parks. But I just don't think the movies are uh, – the I, movies are not going to benefit – I'm sorry. Disney's not going to benefit from the movies. Disney's going to totally have their land, and they're going to be stuck with it. The movies will benefit from Disney because people will be able to say, well, I'm going to go there now. Oh, and then when I get back home, I'm going to watch the movies. How many people are now going to rewatch that movie before they go? Well, there will be a lot of people, I think. I am. I know I'm going to. I'm going to sit through this. This is going to watch it for the yeah. first time. I and, mean, and, because it's it's piking interest. It, it, that's all it takes. It, it's going to be a symbiotic relationship, I think. And, I mean, if they do it smart, they're going to build in. He knows what he's doing with this property. Mm-hmm. So for the next four movies, I guarantee you we're going to see stuff that we don't know about in this land right now that's not even going to be in the current movie. And I think what else is cool is what we're going to see is we're going to see stuff from the land that we've never seen in an Avatar movie until it comes out and you're gonna exactly. be like okay i now get this that makes, makes sense. sense you know that so I, I think a lot of the uh the time that they've taken to to to, to build a story around this alva centauri expeditions organization that takes humans up to the you know the the world of pandora to visit with the navi and it's it's more like a a tourist destination now as opposed to a mining you know corporation and a lot of the 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 the, the relics of from the war are still left there. So it's kind of like when you walk into the um, Harambe village area of Africa, when, you know, their whole story was you see how the walls were broken down in front of you and the, the buildings are all, you know, destroyed. It's because of the, you know, the civil war that went on there before um, the village came back and the marketplace took over. So it's, it's a whole story that goes on behind it. But I really think that once you go there and then you watch the movies that come up later, you'll probably see something that kind of, you know, Correlates the two of them together, coalesces, coordinates, uh, synonym. Have you checked, Adam? Have you checked out the um, what kind of contract that Cameron has with Disney? How long is this contract? What are the stipulations? Is that I, even? I haven't worried To be honest with you, it's not a big enough property that he can technically take any place else. I'm sure Disney's not. After the whole Marvel fiasco, I'm sure ne- Disney's not stupid enough to let him have enough power to take this anyplace else. I mean, he's and he's working with mm-hmm. them. It's sort of like that J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter land where he's, she worked directly with them when they built that area. He's doing the same thing for Pandora so or mm-hmm. Avatar land, whatever that was called. So he's doing and, the same and, and, thing. And, that said, Adam, good point with the whole touching on Disney being involved. There may end up being some licensed products, you know, hitting the shelves with these next several movies since Disney has some involvement with Cameron. So, you know, Jason, there may not have been much on the first movie, but you know how Disney likes to milk the cow until it's dry. Expect, you know, fucking blue people costumes this next Halloween oh, yeah. or whenever Without next a doubt. movie comes out. I don't know. I just don't see Disney letting this go by without having its hands on it. That's just not Disney. So I don't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised after the next movie if um, Disney just buys it right out. I mean, it's just not Disney. I, I just don't see them just letting. Yeah, there, there's something I don't just more. See a partnership. That Disney wants we don't know about yet. There's always something more. I don't think it's yeah. the movies. 
I know that Disney. I don't think they can. I, I don't think Disney's Fox will give it to him, to be honest. That's my gut feeling. I well, mean, would you give over a multi-million dollar movie? Would you give over, just hand that over? Fox won't even let them touch that X-Men. dollar movie. No, yeah. They're not yeah. going to let it go. They're not. They're not Fox won't let them touch the you mean X-Men. like Star Wars? Well, they, there's no way that they're going to give get rid of this movie. There's a contract no. that he has to make these no, movies with Fox. No, this is this is just going to be licenship. It's it's just yep. going to be that Disney has the license rights to the theme park rights to Avatar, and um, you know I'll look online for the contract. I, I highly doubt I'll find it. That's probably you know well behind closed doors, um, but I'll see if I can find that contract and uh, give you guys an update on that. It's above our pay grade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Disney had distribution rights for Ernest Goes to Camp <laughs> in the early 2000s. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm just telling you. Disney was the first distributor to put oh, it out on God. DVD, and they, they did that until, I think, 2011. Now, so, listen, one positive thing go. I wanted. Did you see them get on the um, the ride, the, the Banshee. 3D ride? Did you see those? I refused to watch it. Anything. Almost looked like, it almost looked like, well, it didn't show a whole lot. It just showed one little scene on there, but... Did you see the glasses they put on? They almost look like hollow lenses. Yeah. I've never seen 3D glasses like that before. And that's that that got me excited because I know with the surrounding parks and the amount of well look, Universal it's no it's no surprise Universal's 3D rides are fucking amazing. And um, Disney's kind of been falling behind on that. So I'm excited for Disney to grab new technology and make something like that or incorporate whatever they're gonna do with that. So I was curious on I those think glasses. that's the biggest piece of can I shit on the glasses? Can I shit blind. on it, please? Yep. <laughs> I, I want. I want. No, no, because Jason's excited about this, and I want to shit on it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Having seen the movie, those glasses pretty much look like what oh, they wear okay. when they ride on the banshees. Is that just a, They're so just it's yellowish just a lenses. Okay. Mm. I. I Realistically, I can't see Disney spending the money on hollow lens glasses for you to wear during a ride, and hope to God they get back <laughs> right. without any tap. Well, no, and, so, and that's just it. It's just was it a, was it? Are we going in a new direction of three D glasses where it's going to be you know if it's curved? Is it do we got a, a clearer well, image? No, well, yeah, you know, no, see, like that. that's Damn. that's that, that's what I thought. I, I mm-hmm. saw okay, cool. It's a yellow lens. They look like the ones from the movie. This, this you know, obviously, it's not going to work for me because I just see out of the one eye. But um, I, I saw that and thought, okay, it doesn't look like you're, you know, a shitty stand-in for the Blues Brothers. <laughs> right. But then again, is it um, going going through, Tim, if you just don't want to listen to it, but I saw them going through the ride. They had some projection going on, and that's all it was, was a projection. Well, I'm no different than what you do to your house on Halloween with shooting the projection on the, the clear fabric. I think it's just, I think it's, it's, I think it's Soren meets Tron. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's where you get on this motorcycle kind of chassis, you put on the glasses. I'm hoping you get lifted up off the ground like well, you I, do in Soren I think that's, and, and kind of I think that's around. the biggest piece of information. It was, it was literally on screen for about half a second was we got to see a tiny, tiny bit of the ride vehicle. And then it's going to be what – I, what I now believe it's going to be is it's like a motorcycle-style ride where you're going to ride in a line with other people next to you. Kind of like Soren, you're going to see people, you know, to the left and right of you. It's not going to be the oh, everyone's going to have their own banshee with wings flying next to them. So, um, should be interesting. I'm excited for uh, Pandora. I hope that I hope there's a you know there's a small chance that we get a uh, soft opening um, the month before, but I doubt it. Uh, we were. I don't know. I mean, they were soft opening New Fantasyland for almost 
I want to say two or three months two, before it yeah, actually two months opens. Before. And, I mean, so look, there's a doing chance. a press release this month. If, there's a good chance that we might see an Earth Day. Right, we'll be we'll be there right around Earth Day. So maybe you know maybe we'll we get lucky. Be. Maybe we'll get lucky. But um, and there was when we were I, down there and they were do when the soft opening was happening. It was for DVC members. So. Scott, you better be nice to us. Well, bye, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing, good thing I know the way to. Off. Good thing I know the way. Good thing I know the way to your hearts, and that is with <laughs> alcohol. True, very true. As aviation is the yeah, way to their hearts. Speaking of alcohol, uh, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, as you take a drink from your mug, there, Jason. What is what's in there? I am drinking out of my 2011 Walt Disney World coffee cup coffee. What? He's drinking coffee. <laughs> you're you're off tomorrow. Listen, I had I had a I had a beer at, at dinner and it was this was a busy day and it just was like knocking me you're out. You're off so tomorrow and you're drinking coffee. I, um, I I had a busy day and I got a busy night when we're done here and I need some coffee to uh, finish some stuff. And up. and Sarah, I just lost my heart on. And Sarah was um Sarah's worried we didn't have enough estrogen on our podcast. <laughs> he probably sits down to pee. <laughs> when your dick's as big as mine, you have to. You just like to stir the shit. <laughs> just fucking like, because I'll tip over, dude. Fuck. Tip the fuck over. Someday, Stumpy, maybe you'll realize Splash it. Splash down. <laughs> hey, no, man, like I said, I'm hung for anal. You know, listen. <laughs> listen. That shit that Stephanie puts on. Well, whatever you guys do, but try putting that on. You'll see the weight in the front really makes a difference. Well, I, I can tell you what she put on last night. <laughs> but she'll hear it later, and then I'll catch hell. So we got about 18 seconds that we can't use it. Uh, oh, no. It's Mikey, what's in, in, uh, what's in your glass tonight? Well, let me refill it. It's a brown bottle. That's of? It's a brown. See, that, that, is, that is crystal clear moonshine goodness. From Cat Daddy. Uh, I'm not sure much about it except it's 80 proof and 40%. And it looks like could be water, could be vodka. Could also power my car. You are guaranteed <laughs> to not have yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I can, when I go outside and take a leak, I'm going to leave a strip in the yard. It's not going to go back. It's high test. Uh, Tim, what's, uh, what do you have tonight? I am drinking Kona Big Wave Golden nice. Ale. I'm about to pop another one. And uh, and Adam, what do you uh, what do you got tonight? I'm doing pog juice and vodka. Juice and vodka. Pog juice. Pog. Pog juice. Pog juice and mm-hmm. vodka. Yes, sir. How did your recipe come out, Tim? It's awesome. Oh, <laughs> it's almost spot on, but mine is a little bit thicker. So Disney definitely does water it down more. I'm sure they do. But it was just. It's... Oh, the recipe's thicker. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> that that oh, too, <laughs> that too. And uh, tonight I tonight I have a. Uh, You're getting a stalker. I have a, another single malt. You already have a few. It's uh, Balmore Twelve uh, from Eli Isle. It's uh, really smoky. Not not as smoky as Lafrogue, but uh, but very good. Solid bottle of whiskey. Do we want to touch on the uh, the mixings that went on? Yeah, yesterday? you know what we put. Uh, Mikey and I both went live in the group for uh, a little bit to make some drinks. I was having a little get-together at my house. Uh, Mikey was having a, a family shindig at his house. And uh, we both went live to make some drinks. Uh, Mikey, what did you make? Well, I actually went live three times, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a lot of booze, I guess. Um, yesterday, 
uh, or I went I went live um, on uh, on Friday with the the Reggie's Revenge, and the video failed to upload at all or even make me go live. So we tried it again last night, and my wife managed to make me go live on my normal public everybody can see it Facebook feed instead of just the people that I wanted to see it in the three sheets to the mouse group. So I've definitely got plenty of practice mixing Reggie's Revenge um, per Scott's uh, recipe. And uh, if you go back and check it out, I had I walked my sister-in-law Jessica through mixing the drink. Um, I think there may have been some innuendos somewhere during the mixing process, but I mean it's called a cocktail, so innuendos <laughs> are to be expected. You with innuendos? No, and, uh, not Mikey. no, no, not, not me. Mikey, no. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, it tasted now, Mikey, great. Why, uh, I believe my wife may have. Why didn't go you? Ahead. Yeah, why yeah. didn't you do a shot of the melon liqueur by itself? I mean, you might have thrown up after. It but. just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look like it no. needs to be drank <laughs> no. by itself. I mean, it just it's it's green. I, I I hesitate to say you you probably shouldn't just throw back and chug down mixers. Okay, you want the regular alcohol um, if you're going to start yes. chugging. So don't 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 do it. Don't don't don't. If 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 times are hard and you're looking for a way out, um, mixers aren't the way to go. Uh, <laughs> But but that being said, my wife she 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 had, she drank three of them, and at one point she was double fisting them because my sister in law couldn't couldn't handle it. She doesn't drink much at all, like a shot of Patron, and you're trying to make well, her, Mikey, keep her clothes on. Mikey, then you so, should have charged her thirty one fifty. I know, right? I got all the ingredients for less than twenty bucks at my local liquor store, and uh, I, I I'm telling you, people, this is a damn good drink. That two of them will put you where you need to be to get horizontal in the evening. <laughs> or in, or the, in morning. the morning. Shit. <laughs> it's got oranges in it in the um, vodka. But so. I, I, as you guys know, I made the. Uh, yeah, that's, that's I went I live did. with my uh, Mikey Weisenhunt uh, special, which is the aviation. Um, it was. Oh, uh, yeah. it, my heart on's back. It was so good. It, it, it is possibly my new favorite drink of all time. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's not a it's not a tremendous amount of alcohol. It's uh, two ounces of gin, a uh, half ounce of the maraschino liqueur, which is a cherry liquor, uh, but it's clear, and then it's a quarter ounce of the creme de violet, which is a uh, again it's a fermented violet uh, flower liqueur, and then uh, half a half an ounce of uh, lemon juice, and I had four of them. It was amazing. I can't tell you if I've had if I've had a better cocktail um, in my life. I, I think there's probably only one drink that's uh, that's just as good, and that's the the Vesper Martini from James Bond. So I'm going to. It's a gorgeous little cocktail it, too. It has I'm going to expect like, these the next time it. we come over to Farney's house. For I'll dinner. make some of those because they're they're amazing. It's like this. It's got this like sky blue uh, tint to it. And then you drop in a maraschino cherry at the bottom. It looks like a sunset. It's um, it's awesome. It's really awesome. And you can get that at Meisner's yes. Bar. Yeah. Meisner's so Lounge, uh, right? I did some I did some uh, some you know research. I called uh, called a few lounges. Uh, Tammy, the cast member over at the Meisner's Lounge, picked up the phone and I talked to her for about five minutes of this drink. She's a sweet sweet lady who um, who knows that we're that. Three of us are coming down in April, and uh, she'll make them for us. So, 
She has all the ingredients. Awesome. And uh, Tammy, over the, if, if you want an aviation, uh, for those of you down in Orlando, go over to the Miser's Lounge, ask for Tammy, ask for the aviation, and mention uh, Three Sheets Podcast. Okay, so uh, this week we wanted to hand it off to Jason. Jason's going to take us on a tour of the Land Pavilion. I'm, yeah, listen, um, the land is I, I, one of my favorite places in Epcot. And um, Tim, such a, Tim did such a fantastic job on um, touching on the history of the seas. Um, I, I really kind of wanted to um, uh, delve into the land a little bit. Now, there's a lot of history that could be two or three shows on just this pavilion alone. Um, but uh, just a quick rundown on it. Um, six acres is what it's on, all right? And uh, when it was built, um, Kraft was actually the sponsor for the land. Now, when I get into some of the restaurants, um, I, I do want to talk to, uh, hopefully, um, Adam or, or somebody that's been there back before than what it was now. Just, do, you, do you remember going to Epcot back in the day? And I'm just segueing here, but do you I remember have, any of the restaurants in there? I never ate at the restaurants. Okay. So. Neither have I. All right. So, so as I've far as the food, land, it's... I've done, what yeah. was it? I've done Kitchen Cabaret. I remember okay. that clearly, but I, okay. I, I've never ate at the restaurant. Now, the um, the land itself has a pretty extensive history, and a lot of hands that were turned around, or uh, a sponsorship that's were changed. Um, let me just run down some of the beginning. Kraft took it up until about 92, and then after that, Nestle's took it over. And that took it to the late 2000s. Um, but going back to Kraft original restaurants that were inside of there inside the food court a lot of the food that was in there was craft so it was a kind of a a nice little way to introduce you know or get their product inside disney world um i want to touch more on what's in there now than so much of the history just for time restraints because in a later episode, I would love to do a whole episode with no Uno talking where we can just talk about the history of it. And, and because it's fascinating, or at least I challenge you that are interested in it, go learn the history of it yourself because it's a phenomenal uh, pavilion. Now, number one, have you guys eaten at the, um, the quick service? Yes, yes, multiple okay. times. It's, I mean, it's, it's one a, of my Sunshine right Tree my, Terrace, is that favorite. what that is? Yes. Sun, no. Sunshine <laughs> Seasons. Sunshine. That's one of our favorite. That's one of our favorite breakfast spots because it's right right when you walk in. They've got a, a decent breakfast for, uh, or you know, one of the quick service breakfasts, and you get on your way. It's one of our favorite lunch spots too. Yeah, we Love usually so that used to be our thing is we would go there first after we checked in and took care of all the baggage. That's our first meal usually is Sunshine Seasons, and we just sat there because there's enough of a selection there where even finicky eaters are going to find something that they're like going to want to eat. I will say, and this is going to change the, how you look at the land. When you walk in, I don't know if it's just me, but the first smell I get when I walk in the land pavilion is pepperoni pizza. Think of it next time you're in there. It smells Are you like pepperoni a pizza. No, <laughs> no, that's if you smell it, toast. <laughs> it smells like it smells like pepperoni pizza, and there is no pepperoni pizza in that pavilion. Hmm. I never noticed I that before. Remember. I have to pay attention no. to that in April. It's, hmm. it's just something Andrew and, I, Andrew and I remark on all the time. I'm, I'm not sure why it smells like that, but it, do, it does. Hmm. And now you'll notice it. I, I will note that when I walk in the next time. Mikey, have you eaten at the Sunshine? I have not. I have okay. not. We did the, uh, the other restaurant, but not Sunshine. We, we saw it. A lot of people there. The, um, like Adam and Tim were saying, the, the menu is there. Is, is I, I personally think it's extensive enough to uh, 
appease to anybody. Um, the breakfast is definitely when you. How many times have you guys gone into the parks going, I'm going to eat in the parks, and then every place is so fucking packed, you're just starving because you can't get anywhere, and the quick service lines are out mm-hmm. through the ass. The um, That's a perfect place to get in because it's very easy to get in and out, and there's a ton of seating. Then I want to go upstairs to the second restaurant, and that and Mikey, you're going to be eating there this next time, correct? Yes, we ate there our first time as well. The Garden Grill, by far... One of my most favorite restaurants in Epcot. And I know I'm going to catch a lot of slack for that because there's some really great restaurants out there. But as a family, you can't beat the family style, intimate character, interaction in a spinning restaurant. It's just that fucking cool. You have Chef Mickey. You have Pluto. You have Chip and Dale. And the way the seating is in the restaurant, not only are you spinning around the Living with the Land ride, but you're actually in confined areas uh, with, uh, you know, the, when you sit down, it's got the seats that are and, the, and the, the walls around you where it's just enough to where every single character interaction comes around is probably one of the most intimate that you're going to get on property. As far as the as far as the menu goes, um, home style, I have found it to be top notch. Every time I've gone, uh, we took my my mom and dad there recently. It was um, wonderful. Um, I've got no complaints about it. You know, I know they're changing up the menu a little bit, and they want to get rid of the sweet potato fries, and and that's kind of an issue with our family because we like them sweet potato fries. But um, it's a two thumbs up as far as the menu goes. And with the home style, if you don't like something, you tell me you don't want it and you want to bring something else to the table. I mean, it's a win-win for the family. Now, Mikey, how many people do you got going in the party? Or how are you going to be splitting that up? If they can fit us 10, if they can fit us all at one area, which I think may be kind of hard for that because I think a lot of those tables kind of have – Little walls that kind of go around them. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm willing which to bet. Which is where you get the intimacy from. Sure, absolutely. And I'm willing to bet they're going to stick you both into parties of six. I, what do you got, six in your family and four in the other? Five and five. Five and five. I'm willing to bet they're going to throw you guys inside that, that half moon right on the mm-hmm. edge there. It's uh, Yeah, that's where we were last time. Man, that was it's, awesome. Uh, look, it's awesome. It is awesome. And, and I'll tell you one thing is when you're going around it, I believe it takes one hour from start to finish to go all the way around. And it never fails. We're always within ten feet when we get done eating and go. I mean, they got that shit down as far as timing yeah. goes. The artwork, uh, Tim and Adam. When's the last time you ate there? We've never we've eaten it. Never, never eaten it. Okay, um, Scott, never, never nope. either. Never. Now, never Mike, eaten you, there. you know when you're coming around the the very end of the when you're looking at the entrance. Let's say you're sitting down. You're looking at the entrance on mm-hmm. the right hand side. They've got that wall mural up there of the leaves. Yes. Yes. And you know, and you know, they have one hidden Mickey in there. Yes, they did. I, I don't it? know that I've ever found it, but I, I knew there was one in there, and it was just like like you said. If if you get on there, it's like an hour, and if you get on there and, and you actually start toward the entrance, by the time that shows up, you're not really necessarily looking for the hidden Mickey. I was I was tickled. My favorite part was you know as it spins around, you get to see the the rooftop of the house from uh, Living with the Land. But I'm, I'm stealing your thunder. I'm sorry. Oh no, not at all. Um, actually, you see most of the whole house. You can actually look yeah. in the second window um, as you go past, uh, if you're mm-hmm. down below. I don't know about up above. I'm not sure. 
The hidden Mickey is... I can't find a fucking thing. I even had cast members... <laughs> I've even had cast members with laser pointers. Point, and Rachel's like, it's right there. And I'm like, I don't... And I'm really good with patterns. So I don't understand why I'm having an issue with seeing this thing. And it's a challenge every time. She's even... I mean, I'm even trying to take pictures and study the pictures. I don't see the fucking thing. So that leads me to believe that it's there's not really one there. It's bullshit and people just lie. To, You're like me looking at one of them 3D pictures because I'm fucking blind in one eye. I can never see what's going on in them 3D pictures at the mall. It's like, fuck, I don't know if it's a schooner or a sailboat or the goddamn Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, which I, I think that that's kind of discrimination, actually, Mikey, but we'll talk about that later with the lawyer. <laughs> Once you get done okay, with that... goddamn Santa Claus. <laughs> um... Going downstairs to the ride. Now, this ride is... Now, Mikey, every, everybody has ridden that ride, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have. Okay. Hundreds of times. Soaring? Love that. No, 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 no. We're living not, with we're the not land. talking about no, living with land. Live okay, with yeah. land. Love, I love living with land. It's one of my favorite rides in Epcot. Mine too. Mine too. Now, it's let me ask you this. There is a reason why I love this ride. Because you're now, sappy and uh, corny? No. No, not at all. You're an environmentalist. Um, no, what is the reason why you like it? You said you love it. What is the reason why you love it, Scott? Well, I, I think it just it's that edutainment value that it has. It's, um, it's informative. It's relaxing. You get to see the science behind uh, plants. And I, I don't know. I mean, as a, as a guy who, uh, who uh, you know, grew up working on my, um, my parents' yard and planting, uh, we had our own little vegetable garden. I love it. I, I love seeing all the plants and how they grow and how they, uh, how they, how they uh, use new technology to, to make new plants. Okay, anybody want to geek it up a little bit? How about you, Adam? The hydroponic system is really fucking cool. I, I bet you love the hydroponic system. <laughs> well, to be honest, though... <laughs> One of the times I went was back in 92 when I graduated from high school, and yeah, it was really fucking interesting to me back then. But it just, for me, it's just the whole aspect of, like, it's not thought about all that time where actual our food comes from. Nobody, if you don't live in one of those quote-unquote flyover states, right? I've always grown up on the East Coast. I've never had that kind of farm life or like anything like that for so to me that was a whole big eye-opening experience that we're running out of room and like this is what we're doing to try and fix this and and to me that was fascinating tim i'd love to hear your point your your take on it is it just eh are you indifferent on it or no i, I love the ride it's one of my favorite rides in, in epcot for a number of reasons um one simply because what everybody else talked about it's it's interesting from the technology standpoint of what they're trying to do to grow crops more efficiently and, and, you know, keep food in everybody's bellies. But it's a nostalgia thing because that's the one of the rides that I remember vividly from going to Epcot as a child. I remember the whole ride. It's one of the very few ones that, that I do. I don't know why it stuck with me, but it does. So it's a nostalgia thing. And like I said, I, I just... Uh, like the idea of, of how they're growing plants in new ways and making hybrid plants. That was another thing that uh, we learned about in this last trip, which we did the behind the seeds tour, which we can touch upon that later. Yeah, agreed. Mikey, geek it up for me, buddy. It's Jurassic Park, man. 
<laughs> and when they sit down in that theater and it spins around and they have the movie and whatever, and then it goes and you see the real people doing the real work. You know, when those boats leave the indoor part and you get into the big fucking biodome with Polly Shore and that Baldwin kid, then you're seeing those those, those people doing the work with 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 the with the plants. And then with you know some of the, the the fishes that are in there, and it's like holy shit, those are real people and they're doing real work. This is fucking Jurassic Park. We're the Raptors. <laughs> He's explaining. That's, that's what I fucking love right it. Jurassic Excellent Park take. and Biodome. I like that. I like that. I, here's the first thing I thought of. All right, is um, because Disney sticks a lot of money in different different avenues. The first thing I thought of was um, space exploration or colonization. Because you could essentially take everything that's in there and on a seed level, even the fish, uh, frozen embryo level, and, and get that into wherever you need to go. Set up with water. Now, you got to get water to set up, and then um, there you go. And that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that, that this is the actual fucking Timmy and Mikey. Are you flipping me off or are you guys having a war? <laughs> no, squeaking his Scott. <laughs> that's my cool. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the, um, that's what excited me the first time I saw that. And um, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the guy who put that shit all together actually left Disney and started his own company. And I believe he's out of he's even out of Florida there, too, selling all that stuff that they see put up in or that all the um, all the equipment that was designed by him. He does that. And there's actually another company down there in Florida that does some of the same stuff where you can turn your basement into some fucking fish hatchery with weed or whatever. <laughs> but um, the, the point is, is I, I, I was very, I, now we did, now we did the behind the scenes tour and um, I was, uh, I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, it was very informative. I mean, they even have, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the, the fruit or the berry that you eat that will turn everything sour the sweet. Miracle fruit. Yes. Okay. Miracle fruit. Miracle fruit. So, yes. um, and even talking with, I mean, I've always wanted to have a miracle, the the fruit party where you just order them in and then you just have a bunch of, you just, everybody eats it and then you taste all your shit. But, um, uh, you know, they, they were even growing that there and it was not enough for, you know, consumers to, to purchase, but the cast members get to eat them, which is neat. I'm going to recommend, like we took our four and five year olds on the, the tour and, um, as entertaining as and, and informative as it was for them, um, I would really suggest that you have a very mature child that goes on it. That I mean, a well-behaved one, because there is shit where if you're not watching them, they could take off across the, um, well, beaten feet in the sand and leaving their footmarks on the moon. And I mean, <laughs> so, but it was it was. I recommend that. I really do. And it was Definitely. cheap. It was a, such a cheap tour. I think it was like 15 bucks a person. Yeah, it's, well, it's not expensive. With the DVC uh, discount, it was like 15 bucks. We did it last time we went. I think, okay. And it was amazing. I think we, we're, we might take Ethan on that this time. It's um, He's three. Um, I, I think I he would really it. like it. I think he would enjoy... Well, they get the, the feed fish, the Scott. Time. I mean, oh, you get yeah. you get fish food. You can throw it in, and, the, and you watch the, the fish go crazy on the oh, fish food. I think food. he would love that. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's that's cool. He's a very... Uh, inquisitive kid, lots of questions. So I, I think he would really enjoy that. I think we are going to try to do that this time. Oh, do it absolutely! I recommend it. it it's a lot of fun. We, we because I know Ethan's a good kid. It. How long is the tour, Jason? 
Ah, uh, what is it? Half an hour? Oh, that's maybe. Funny. I think it was about a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we it's, had a, a a decent sized group, mm-hmm. and they kind of tailor the tour to the group. So that's what I get from it anyway. And if there's a lot of questions, they'll take the time with you mm-hmm. and get all those questions answered. Like we had a whole little section on, a, and I remember this for some reason about how they're introducing different bugs to like yes. kill other bugs. Yeah. Bug and murder. it was fascinating to me. Yeah, Disney has like... their own bug population that mm-hmm. controls the um, parasitic bugs. Ladybugs take Mysterious. care of the aphids and the uh, yeah. Yeah, they take out aphids, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And I believe they said uh they had to clear all the sand out because of a of a fungus or a virus that got in there one time mm-hmm. and either erratic irradiate it or um uh, just get new sand, dump it, and got new new sand in there right. because it was just out of control. Um, I don't think that happens very often. I don't remember the conversation, but I do remember her telling me that they had they've had done. And that they're in very the past. they're very adamant about you not touching the sand. Yes. Right. When you go there to bring that, your nasty yeah. nasty fucking grubby hands touching their shit. You didn't pay they are for putting that. out some big damn vegetables in that they, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking it ain't it ain't your Granny Smiths. Nine, all right, nine pound lemons. What? Oh, and you get samples. I forgot to mention yes, that. Yes, you do. You get samples. Not of the and lemon. You get I didn't to get smell it. a whole bunch of or like um, a salad, herbs and stuff too. No, th- I actually got a sample. I don't know if it's with all of them. Ours was a cucumber, yeah, and it was yeah, designed was to where it was too. a very soft outside, so it wasn't like a, a real. I mean, it was a it was a very um, salad. Um, it was a very palatable cucumber. It was it was good. It was very nice. My you favorite to, part. You get to really take them home and grow them yourself, right? What's that? You yeah. get to take the seeds home and grow them? No. I ate them and shit them out, oh. dude. Yeah. It's, it, they will show you how to set up a, um, a hydroponic garden. fish tank mm-hmm. hydroponic thing, which is really cool, which we took the instructions for and never did. But, nice. I mean, it, it, there's a lot there. It's truly a learning experience. It was really fun. I think it will bring out the, uh, the geek in you. It really will. They've got it, this touch-sensitive really cool. plant. They, mm-hmm. they gave it a name. I forgot what his name was. I think it was Heck Henry or some shit. But he was a touch-sensitive plant. If you touch him, his leaves fold up in reaction to your touch. And it was the wildest thing because you just rub on him and feel him and the, the, the leaves would just completely close up on you. It was kind of weird. But it was cool. There are so many jokes to be made about that. Yeah, I'm too drunk to make them right now, I think. <laughs> Dude, you piss like you've been drinking beer like every three minutes and you've been drinking moonshine, so I can imagine. Pants, boys. So, well, I had about four beer before we started, and then I hit the moonshine, and now I'm on to <laughs> well, there you some go. orange vodka mixed with orange soda. That's that's why he's so. that's why he's drinking. He's pissing like he's drinking beer, Jason. And that's Mikey for me. He, he has been drinking the beer. Um, I don't. I don't let, fuck around let, on. Let's uh, f- for the sake of time, let's um, let's jump. All right, let's jump from that area. And uh, I do want to mention on that ride though was uh, the farmhouse. Quick, when you come around the corner, awesome. there's that farmhouse. If that isn't the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen, and it's just a simple thing, but for some reason, that little area right there, I want to jump out and have a campfire and eat my lunch mm-hmm. and cot and just fucking camp out there. First of you all. Know, and I, here's, here's what I Let's think do it is. it in September. Go ahead. <laughs> You're not touching the sand. It's okay. Fair. <laughs> um, True. If they wanted to make that ride the most awesomest ride ever, soundtrack to Tatooine in the desert scene. Boom. Done. No, Mic drop. Well, game over. I, not at all. They need to bring back the song. 
I agree. I love the song. Let's and they need to bring back the live people on the boat. They're a tiny little seed. Because that, tiny little seed that whole... To make your needs. Forget back. Sorry. Stuff. Just make, I just love that make song. believe you're a tiny song. little seed. Just um, make believe. But, Is it yeah. phenomenal? Is the song phenomenal, it's, Scott? It's, it's adequate. It's adequate, Mikey. Let's let's not give it. And they need status. to bring back the real life captains. Of yeah, the show. yeah. The, it the, was a it, when it they opened a, it up for questions. It was a personalized else, was, touch that is yeah. lacking. It's very sterile for what I remember it being. Okay. See, I've never I never experienced it on that level. That was what. Yeah. So we got the great movie ride, versed or uh, mixed in with. That huh? yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a cool. it was a scripted uh, cast member that would go and and tell you about everything that was growing, but it would be a little bit different every time. And I think they ended that what two thousand six. Well, there was a hybrid split at one point where part of it was recorded and then part of it was um, Sigourney Weaver would take well. you through the uh, first part of it, and then the cast yes, member would exactly. stand up. Mm-hmm. So there was that hybrid spot as well. But yeah, I miss that. I kind of miss the personal aspect of it. Well, the you know the, that's the thing about Disney is when you get into a a ride like that, or pretty much any ride, and especially like your dark rides, it could be a ten outside where it is packed. But you get into your little machine, whatever it is, and I'll use this for an example: our little boat with a group of what sixteen people on this thing, twenty people. And when you go around a corner like that, nowhere else in the world matters. Disney made this so personal for you that that you're able to connect with it, and you don't give a shit about anybody around you because at that moment in time, it almost feels like this is yours, and and this is mine, and and uh, and then and you start getting weird and possessive about it, and you want to fucking kill people because they think it's theirs too, and and they're just not as. But anyways, um, oh, but and that's. <laughs> but that, but that's one thing about Disney where they're able to to do that and capture that, and with that you will start getting that emotional attachment to certain things. Or six months after your trip, you're sitting there having coffee, minding, you know, thinking all by yourself, and your mind start wandering, and you're like, you know, I really kind of like that part of the ride, and then that puts you down that rabbit hole of, honey, when are we going back to Disney? <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's and, and and I call that the Disney bug. But you know, Disney is is real good about doing that. Um, let's bounce from the land. Does anybody want to add anything to the land before I jump ship on this one? Uh, one of my favorite. I mean, excuse me, excuse me. The the living with the land, the ride. One of my favorite. Um, the other uh, thing. Uh, Hidden Mickey's is in that one. In the uh, in the the fish tanks in in those like glass tubes. There's a hidden well, the Mickey. Shrimp, the shrimp bar. Yeah, the shrimp one, but there's one with a bow on it for Hidden Minnie. Yeah, I like that one. There are that is great for the kids. Um, having them find a hidden Mickey's way. I think there's 18 on the ride. Mm-hmm. If I'm mm-hmm. just pulling from memory, somewhere in there, uh, for them to try to find all of them, it's fun. It really is. The kids get into it. I mean, it I keeps them looking, and that's yeah. an any height ride, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So it is. when most of Future World. Um, is dominated by test track and you know uh, the the Mars mission space or whatever it is. It, it it it's good to have a ride that you can take everybody on at one time. And it's unlike you know Spaceship Earth. I think you're sitting next to one person, so you got to have a family of four. You got mom, kid, dad, kid, something like this. I think you can you can fit like three or four abreast on, on that yeah. boat. I think it's so. Well, you, it, you can go. I think you can go up to five or six. 
Yeah, it's it's a great family mm-hmm. ride, and uh, I'm I'm a, that's that that was probably my biggest bra- draw to it was that you know. If you go with a toddler, you can take him on it. If you go with a sixteen-year-old, you can watch him watch him sulk. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also love when they uh, when you get into the greenhouse section uh, where they're doing the hydroponics, you see them have the uh, I guess the hidden Mickey in the uh, in the lettuce that they spell out. I think it's more impressive when they spell out Epcot in the old Epcot uh, yes. logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's amazing. They it's just a fun ride. It's so. You know, I, I hate to go nerd, but it's it's such a fun, geeky ride. I mean, for me personally, the older version was better because they would change it up a lot more. I mean, the last two times that we went on it, it was pretty much the same ride. When it was back, like, 92, when I, like, even before that, when I was first going on it, they were different. They would show different growing thing things growing. It wasn't always like this. This is what we're growing this week. This is what we're currently working yeah. on. Yeah. They, now they, it's they, it's more. It's this is what this is. This is what this is, and that's because they have that recording that they have to go along with. Yeah, they don't really when change you have out that, that cast that, member. They don't change they out the produce as much whatever they, used they to. needed to. And now it's just that flat. Like I remember, we saw the. Um, the Mickey pumpkins growing. I don't know if they still do that. Yeah, they they still do it uh, occasionally. Okay. I've seen it before. They did the watermelons, mm-hmm. and they but the boat, the captain of the boat would be able to point those out so you didn't miss them. Yeah, and, and now well, that's missing. Do you think some of that has to do with what when they changed from uh, when they got rid of the, when they don't do the farmers market anymore? You know what I mean? Where it, everything kind of was leaning towards automation, like you said, where it's just. I mean, do you think that forced the change? Where you know what? Now that we're not got the farmers market, we're not we're not doing I mean, the. the I whole... think it could just been budget cuts. You know, they want to cut the cast member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, count. The, they uh, don't have to pay for the cast to say, member. But right I think it is. I agree. It's a... Some of it could have also been the fact that it's the future, and in the future, you don't need someone to drive your boat. It's true. So <laughs> you can just sit there and let a disembodied voice tell you what's going on, which true. wouldn't fucking work on Jungle Cruise. Well, Pretty it's. Much definitely one of my favorites and i definitely appreciate the opportunity to talk about it and that and that onboard i recommend it to everybody and that onboard voice is uh mike brassel so okay if you and if dude, you like what did he do uh, i don't know i don't know he gave the voice to the, to the audio <laughs> fuck if i know wikipedia over here says it's mike brassel so i'm gonna go with that you've mentioned it you should know what else he's done why uh, you brought IMDb, it up? IMDb him or whatever the hell that is. Quick, quick, yes. shut your screen, shut your screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while he's doing that, let's jump this shit because I want to talk about one of the coolest fucking experiences that, that I've ever experienced, and that is the ride. Circle sword. of Life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I thought, wait, what? <laughs> best ride you've ever been on is upstairs in the Circle of Life. It's the best attraction in the park. Side note, I never even stepped into that motherfucker. No one has. And here's why. When, when, you got, when you've got a poster outside that is so beat up and it looks mm-hmm. like it's been in the sun for, for 130 years. The if, African sun. It's, if you this know, is what it looks story. like on the outside, fuck you. I'm not even going to go what, on I'm, the inside of that. I'm a diehard Lion King fan, probably the, one of the biggest Lion King fans ever is, and I hate that fucking movie. I absolutely Okay, well, I didn't miss something. I'm glad. It was so Speaking bad. of that, have you watched any of the new Lion Guard, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim, have you watched the new Lion Guard on Disney Junior? Yes, I have not. The I have. Dude, I'm fucking. I'm in. Wow, like Scott, my my youngest like loves it. I'm like, this is badass. I, like I love it. it. It's it's a, yeah, it's a good, good show. 
It, it's got a nice message. And quite frankly, easiest fucking update to that is put the fucking line guard in there. But, you know. You're right. What It'll happen. happen. You watch. Because, because I know that there are key people on Disney that listen to our show. And it'll happen. Okay. And I know that it for a fact. It can't be a movie anymore. Um, Any movie that you put in there is going to be dated. Yeah. It, the, it just doesn't work. Okay, forget about Lion King right now, because we need to go over to Soren, because yeah. this is... Uh, this is My bad. Pressing, pressing. E-ticket. Fucking, we're talking top-notch shit here. Hell yeah. I want to talk about the old Soren. The better Soren? And I want to talk about... No, I want to... No, I want to talk about... I want to talk about... Before the upgrade, Soren. The pops and scratches. Oh, my God. And that's exactly what I want to touch upon. The first time I rode that, I thought, cool concept. It's a neat ride. And I look at my wife, and I'm like, but I'm seeing hair on the screen. And I'm seeing some, some bleed out. Where's Ron Jeremy in this movie? So... So it, it's so I, I I in fact I was so disappointed in it that I not disappointed I was so perturbed that Disney could have done better I actually wrote corporate their corporate on it Jason what year and was got the a, first year you saw that uh, it would have been twenty fourteen okay. so nine oh, years okay. old so yeah, was, well that nope. hair that hair was on the screen probably in no, two thousand eight two thousand nine well it might even, it might have been just at a scratch you know what I mean but it was um I, I was I was like this is Disney has a, a higher standard than this. I was very disappointed in the quality of it. Now, the concept was fantastic, and I thought it was a fun ride, and I did it every time. Um, I mean, every, I was not going to miss it because it was that fun of a ride. But it could have been better. Now, before we go, we're not talking about the new one. We're talking about this right. old one. What are your thoughts, Adam? Do you agree or it. you disagree? This was my, one of my favorites. We went when it first opened, so we missed the pubes on the screen the first few times we yeah. rode it. But this became a must-do mm-hmm. every time we're in Epcot. I mean, I will skip Test Track. I'm not a big fan of the new, especially with the new overlay. I can't oh. stand Mission Space, but Soren is a must-do must every time. Soren, yeah, Soren is definitely the premier attraction in Epcot. I it mean, became... Epcot became our first park we had to hit. We we get to a hotel, drop our bags, run Epcot, have lunch, sunshine seasons, hit Soren. And like Adam said, Wait we saw it when hours. it was still pristine, and yeah. the screen was yep. still mint, the film was still mint, all the sense still worked, everything still worked, and it was perfect. See, I didn't know there was sense before that. None. Oh, really? You know? There's like four of them. Yeah. There's like no, there was no sense ocean. when I did it, man. Ever. Ocean, pine, orange. orange, orange, citrus. Yeah, definitely citrus. Well, that's the it's in mountain. I think yeah, in like a mountain sense. And, and the reason everyone notices the orange the most is because it's the most prevalent. It's the highest. Oh no, the ocean yeah. scent. The ocean oh, so awesome. smell. <laughs> I mean, we also had the benefit of seeing the upgraded version because for a while California had it, and they changed the converted the video to digital. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we went when it was that digital version, and that was mind blowing. It was well. So see, and I've I've seen the upgraded one because we just went, and, and I'll touch base on that in a second. Um, oh no, no, no not, the, the, not the movie. movie. They showed the old oh. movie, but with the better projection and the better screen. Okay, okay. They did that around and 2015, I think. Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. when we went to Disneyland. It so it was still the old movie. It wasn't soaring around the world. It was still soaring oh, over Oh, yeah, California. yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was it was just a, a, they went from VHS to upgraded it to a, a DVD uh, yeah. then. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, right. I I loved Soarin' over California because 
having you know born in, I was born in Whittier. I spent almost six years there, and my grandparents and my family lived there, and they my family still lives there. So doing the soaring over California, I got to it was kind of a little reminder of home. It kind of brought me back to my days in Southern California to see, um, especially Palm Springs. My grandparents bought a condo there and they lived there for almost 30 years. And I absolutely loved soaring over California. It was a nice reminder of home. You got to see San Diego, the, uh, uh, the Miramar, uh, desert. I, I just, I, I have not seen soaring around the world and I'm sure it'll be nice. I will sorely miss soaring over California. Okay. And has anybody seen the, yes. the new one? Tim and Adam have. We have. Okay. When I saw that, I we fast passed that because I had to see that. And the girls and my, my mom went and rode Frozen. And me and my son and my daughter rode the new one. The only time when a ride started, my jaw dropped and remained dropped for the whole ride. I thought it was fantastic i really did any disagreements or you know i i'm gonna say uh, one, i'm gonna say one thing hold on wait the spoilers for anyone who fantastic is if you're sitting I'm not gonna in say the any spoilers. middle yes glider if you're on the outside two gliders the ride absolutely sucks okay it's you more. mean the top or the bottom no that no. doesn't right. matter left or right left or right yeah, if, if you're, you're not in, the in that center, center, center one you have distort the screen just is so distorted the Eiffel okay. Tower is bent at an angle. Okay. Uh, everything that is from top to bottom screen, like the vert- everything vertical is mm-hmm. curved. So it just looks so distorted and so out of whack. And okay. to me, also the CGI, while it looks amazing, I'm a little disappointed with it. Okay. I prefer so you should watch it drunk. No. It just, Would that you know, straighten it, the Eiffel Tower up? Probably. Mikey, you will appreciate it. Or you might you see two Eiffel Towers. I love the ride, and it's still one of my favorites, but I thought California, there was more emotion there. there yeah. It's just, this seems a little bit colder and a little bit more removed to me, and I don't know why that is. It could be a whole, it just, it's uh, everywhere and nowhere at the same time, and that's, I guess, what it means, but I just, there's something missing here, and I can't figure out the piece that made it that California experience over the world experience. Well, I think, uh, and, I, and you know, I think that it, it touches upon the the beauty of California. I think the the original ride. I mean, when you when you uh, fly over Yosemite Falls and see Half Dome and El Capitan, I, I I mean, I don't know if there's a better view on that ride. Or don't get me wrong. There are some jaw-dropping, I know there are, but, you know, yeah. God, but, but God damn it, America here. There are also some here. really big CGI images no, on it. No, but, like, the, the waterfall scene? Yeah. That's amazing, and I don't, I don't care who you are, but, you know, and the ballet scene is beautiful. I mean, look, I'm sure and it's all nice. At, at the same token, the Epcot ending. it's not as intimate right. to me. I mean... It, it's not... It, it it's I don't know. There's something miss. It's just like everybody loved trying to kick the rafters in the head. <laughs> I don't know who who hasn't tried to do that, but you see everybody try to kick those guys in the head. Or the catch the golf ball fall- and hand it to your kid. Exactly yeah. the skier yeah. who falls down the slope. Everybody loves the yard sale. Exactly, but that but that's what made it yeah. that intimate experience. You don't have that here. It's like a slideshow of somebody's vacation. Yeah, it's and- beautiful. 
Exactly, but and that's the way I took it. It also felt uh, patriotic was... when you, you know, when the fighter jets came flying past. If you, you didn't you get a the... hard on from that scene, right, you're not alive, right. And then you cut, you cut to the aircraft carrier with the helicopter flying right in front of you. I mean, that's there is. It, you're right, and that is a phenomenal, oh, a phenomenal, fucking phenomenal. Sorry, guys. That is a that is a great, and you're right. That is a great How scene. How about we and change it does that to legendary? Right, legendary? Wait for it. Epic. Wait for it. Epic. The uh, that is an epic scene. But I didn't have a nostalgic, uh, emotional tie to Soren at all. I I was there purely for entertainment purposes only and i'm not watching a whole movie i'm watching something that i paid for that i wanted to look good and as far as the new let's just uh, taking away that if we just go purely on visuals i think the new one is um over the top everything is crisp is clear and everything seems seamless to me as far as the actual uh motion of the the thing well then i have a question for you Shoot. If they cleaned up the California film, would you have that same re- response? I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that. And I haven't even and and no, I cleaned up and, and, like, and gave it that that that, that ultra that high shine. definition. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's I, what I they think, did. I think that that would probably, to be honest with you, I think that would have been a better ride because. Um, because who doesn't love just getting a tour of of good old what's ours in America, which would have been California. You know what? And, and there's nothing wrong with all these places that they go to if they just focused on one of them. Mm-hmm. But when well, like drunk- Tukilau, man. When you're going over Tukilau, you know, that the small island, which is yeah. which is the, the building in the poly that we always stay at. But, I mean, it's uh, you, you've got the, you know, the, the rafters or the canoers or whatnot. I mean, I, I get it. And, Adam, let me sidebar there. If we would have went with your idea and we could have done a China, we could have done a Germany, we could have done, you know, they could have had five movies and you didn't know Mm -hmm. which one you were going to get. And I think that would have been a lot more appealing to everybody. Yes. That that would fix that for me. If you give me a random experience and you choose one area and focus on it, you can fly me through a market. You can fly, you can show me more than just, you know what? Yes, it's freaking the Eiffel Tower. Everybody who goes to Paris sees the Eiffel Tower. Everybody who goes to China sees the Great Wall. These are things that – these are the basic tourist traps that you're showing me in a slideshow. Right. But it is a – I thought it was a fantastic ride. Mikey, I'm looking forward to your input when you guys get back. You know, we we saw the the first one, and Mm -hmm. it was recommended highly, and like you said – Pops, scratches, you know, lots of hairs that look like they were on the lenses and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely dated, which is kind of weird because I really think that quality digital media was, you know, not too – I mean, that that wasn't too brand new when the ride first came out. No, 2005. It wasn't wasn't that size screen. It was for smaller screens. It was just breaking. There okay. wasn't like you didn't have the um, IMAX 4K experiences yet. Well, yeah, it didn't be 4K. Just give me a good solid 1080p without any pubes. But there wasn't. <laughs> they didn't have it. They didn't have digital projectors that were affordable at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like true Disney projection. Affordable doesn't even exist. Well, I mean, I mean, they, they, they made the castle look like a fucking birthday cake. 
Well, I mean, you're also talking about digital. They had the digital recordings because if you see the updated film, you can tell the recordings were made in digital. I just don't think the projection technology was there. for. Okay. Well, now, okay. Now, that that said, I've seen like some ride video of the new, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. ride, the the, the new um, film. And it seemed to me when I watched it, and I, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me like they tried to cram more in yeah. a shorter amount of time so your transitions happen really fast, and mm-hmm. that really makes it look like a damn slideshow. Yep. Uh, you know, the first one, you, you had enough time in each different scenario to, to feel a little bit of immersion. But what yep. what I got from from you know granted it was YouTube and I know you know unless I lean I don't move with the ride, it just seemed like they were happening way too quickly, which forced the transition. And for a guy like me who likes to pretend I know about filmmaking, I could see the cuts and they weren't clean. I don't and think Disney. Just... I think they didn't want to give you an opportunity to think. I think it was a bam, bam, holy shit, wow, look at this, this is awesome, blah, 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 rides over. And it's over before you know it because it does cut so many places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, we could sit and pick apart it, but my personal, uh, my personal thing here before I hand this back over to Scott is um, I thought it was a great move forward on Disney. Um, you know, Adam, it's this Disney oh. needs to hear the feedback that 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 people give. So when they make that next one, that it'll be just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But as far as the digital clearness and uh, the quality of the actual ride, a hundred times better than to uh, go over California. But, so but like I said, if you see if you if you're able to and I don't know if they're doing it in California yet, there's rumors of it reverting back mm-hmm. to the digital version over California in California Adventure, go see that. Oh, absolutely. And I will, in a heartbeat. That's such a great experience. And with three theaters, there's no reason that that Epcot can't have one theater showing Soarin' Over California and the other Mm -hmm. two showing Soarin' Over the World. I just... I agree. Let the lines dictate what people want to see. Let Disney go that route. And... and I would... I mean, it's doable, but you won't get the scent. Yeah. But one more, one more thing that, uh, that, well, actually, two questions. Tim and Adam and Jason, do they still have the sense in the new ride, or is the, are those gone? Oh yeah, oh yes. yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're very prevalent. Yeah. Okay. When they go to Africa with the the elephants, you can smell the dirt. It, it's 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 real. If you don't smell the <laughs> elephant shit, <laughs> you smell dirt. It's very dirty. Um, it doesn't smell like the sense is still there. They're different, but they're still there. The other, yeah. the other thing I and wanted to work. hit on was um, most people aren't familiar with the guy that actually scored the original film is Jerry Goldsmith. He is one of Hollywood's greatest film, uh, greatest film composers. He has done everything from L.A. Confidential, uh, Star Trek. to He did Soarin' over California at zero cost. He saw the film that Disney came to him and said, okay, we want to do, do this and here's what we're doing. He looked at a little bit of the film and said, I'll do it for free. Because that's how much he, his dad was a fighter pilot. He had so much he loved the aviation uh, culture in California that he would do it for free. And, I, and I, I think there's no better score in Disney, no better soundtrack that's played throughout the entire park than Epcot's Soarin'. I agree. 
I mean, they they changed it a little. Yeah, they did. It's still the same theme. Yeah, I think Bruce. But you can still feel it. Bruce uh, Broughton came in. I mean, obviously Jerry couldn't do it anymore because Jerry's dead. Um, but Bruce Broughton came <laughs> over <quitter>. and uh, <laughs> and uh, right, Jerry. and he came in. Uh, he came in. The guy who look the, and look the guy who came in and redid it is not an unknown. He was the guy who did Hawaii Five O. Um, a couple of other a couple of other movies but he's it's still good just i mean it's not um it's not the same soundtrack i've heard it it's not the same uh score and you know quite you know the the oh, go ahead and quite frankly it's going to be missed i think the the original score is going to be missed well you know what but you're also going to get along those lines of disney world as a whole it's was never meant to be a museum i know i know yeah. so you know you got to take some of the changes. Not all but, of them are going to be great. But Soren's whole purpose of coming to Epcot was because of Disneyland. And yes. that was the tribute to Disneyland. Yes. So I can see Scott's point as in, um, well, why don't we go back to that? If this was originally its artwork that was supposed to be showcased at Disney World for, what was it, the uh, 50th yeah, anniversary? Yeah, the 50th anniversary of Disney World. Okay. So if that was thanks to my wife, she had to school me on some yeah. stuff. Um, she's my, she's my, she's my, it was, it was part of the, it was part of the Disney celebration. Disneyland turned 50. Mm -hmm. And so they brought a bunch of park or a bunch of, um, rides from the other parks around the world to Epcot. Well, no, it was to Disney. No, it was everywhere. Well, it was everywhere because they got the Japan, the state show was from somewhere, Paris or something. Lights Motor Action. No, Lights Motor Action was something. Yeah, that's else. what I said. They they brought they brought France. things from around the world from different different Disney parks around the world and brought them to Disney World in Epcot or in um in uh, Disney World. Not, Not just Epcot, Epcot, but, but the whole the world. whole Disney World yeah. property. Yep, I got gotcha. you. Yep, yep. But it I, the um, uh, hang on a second. Now, one thing that that blew my mind away is as small as it is. Uh, you know that one part where you come up to the Great Wall of China, Tim and Adam, mm-hmm. yeah. where that Dix does that dip. You would swear to God you were dropping 150 feet in a matter mm-hmm. of a second. You would because it, it was just perfectly timed, and I was very impressed with the wind and the and the way they did that. Where you thought you were screaming in on a nosedive on the Great Wall of China. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for which direction that this is going to go. And I guess going back to our original conversation about Avatar, I mean. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just being an asshole about it because maybe that ride's going to be that fucking cool. You know? Wait and see. Yeah. I'll eat crow. We're all judging the book at the cover. I'm sure sure that in... I know you threw that in my my inbox a couple (laughs) times. (laughs) It's true, though, and I I, I get why everybody gets Mm. so hyped up, but until you experience these things on a personal level, none of this means anything. You can watch a YouTube video and you're still not getting that same feeling. I don't care what anybody says. And I mean, I would love to see pirates, the Shanghai pirates Mm. looks fucking mind blowing on YouTube. (laughs) I would kill to experience that. Yeah. And, and look, I'm excited to do the Soren, uh, when we go in April and I'm sure I'll love it. I'm sure it'll be great. And I'll, I'm sure I'll walk off that ride and be like, wow, that's amazing. Disney nailed it. Disney hit it out of the park. They did a great job. But part of me will will always miss the soaring over California. We all got ex girlfriends. I know, especially when uh, it comes to Disney. Yeah. We all got ex girlfriends. That's the best way to put yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's it, know, it's gonna so. be that that first kiss, I guess. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's one that's one of my favorite that. rides, just because of the California connection. Right. 
Yeah, now, I know that my wife is going to give me a text in the middle of the day and go, what did you mean by that? <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> I bet you she's texting it as I'm saying this now. So, um, so anyways, that when it comes to the lands, uh, you know, we didn't even really touch on the history as much as I would have liked to because, and, and we just briefly touched on what, what the current land well, is. Well, I think we need to save the um, food rocks and cab- kitchen cabaret for another show where we can de- uh, deep into the history of those cabaret. two attractions. Because <laughs> oh, uh, if you've ever listened you to the, if you ever listened to the, the soundtrack <laughs> the for those, it's amazing. The puns mm-hmm. in food rocks okay. is ungodly. Okay, food rocks was bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. food rocks. I see was much all better. the shows there. Kitchen cabaret was the show. I'll still walk through the parks and sing Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit every once in a while. Exactly. That, I mean, name one song from Kitchen Cabaret. Quick. Uh, the Beach Boys made my point. No, done. I know. <laughs> I I'll look. You're well, done. you could you could get done with that place, and you could go up to the uh, what did they used to call that the the Good Turn Good Turn Cafe yeah. or Good Turn mm, Grill. Good Turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good turn. Get a fucking <laughs> 80s all the way, boy. 80s. But it's a great pavilion. Um, I'm excited uh, for Mikey to get out there and explore it a little bit more in more in depth. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, and for you guys to, to go see Soren, Scott, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you guys because I, I think it's a great um, it's a great area. In Tomorrowland, and is that I'm fucking Tomorrowland? I'll be editing that out. <laughs> 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 Wrong park. Adam's got it on the master. No, yes, fuck that. It'll be edited out. It, uh, it's a it's a great tribute to, Ep- uh, to Epcot, and um, definitely a must see for anybody that goes. Yeah, I, I love the land. The land's such a great pavilion. Uh, it's it's just it, it's just a perfect uh, a perfect pavilion. You've got a nice slow ride. You've got a nice uh, uh, upbeat ride. They really, they really did a phenomenal job uh, moving over the. Uh, Take a drink. Hold on. They did a great job adding in Soren to a to a to really something that has nothing to do with the land. So I, I think that it's. Uh, I think they did a wonderful job. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you and your my phenomenal. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If you want to play the drink, the phenomenal drinking game, I dare you. I fucking dare you. You'll be phenomenally hammered by the time I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. <laughs> well, Mikey, you got to come to the show sober, though, to really. At least once. Not already three sheets. I think you're missing the, the having a beer with the guys thing. I. <laughs> you know, I haven't. I haven't been. I haven't spoken in cursive yet. I mean, I may. I may be stuttering and throwing extra consonants in. I almost said consonants. <laughs> Con- <laughs> are those land masses or bow masses? I don't know. But, Mikey, Mikey, you're like um, you're he, like jerking off before yeah. having sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me go with the guys. Yeah, I don't want to pay for KY endurance. I'm Ben Stiller on something about Mary. Man, you got to clean the pipes. That's what Chris Elliott said. Oh, is that hair gel? <laughs> How do you think I got my hair so high? <laughs> I well, you probably got a line of. Dispensaries uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm, what I'm going to say. Oh.
Jason, thanks for taking us on a tour of the land this week. I, uh, we really enjoyed hearing all about uh, all about the land, the living with the land. And it's one of my favorite pavilions. I know, Jason, it's one of yours. Um, everybody everybody enjoys Soren. I, I can't think that they couldn't have done a better job with that in there. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to uh, another future episode. We'll talk about the rest of the history and some of the other attractions that were in there as well. Uh, we wanted to remind you we, are, we have a Gmail account. <laughs> Uh, some of us know what it is. Some of us don't. <laughs> fuck it you. It is three at Number three. Oh, the number three. And not dot cm. Just dot cm. I would hate for Remember, my nudes to end up don't with Boobly Boobly in Cameroon. Okay? He wouldn't know what the hell's going on. There goes our Cameroon listener. Yes, there goes our Cameroon listener. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Jason, you know, come on. The number three. Go eat a chocolate-covered scorpion. <laughs> so if you have... If you have comments that you want to send to us, uh, if you want to send us some, uh, send us an email. Tell us how we're doing. Things you want to hear on the show, we'll read out your name. We like to give our give our listeners a shout out. And um, Mikey, would you like to see anything on our emails? You know, if um, we could get like one or two tasteful nudes. <laughs> and by tasteful, get artistic. You know, set up some lighting, maybe a sheer, um, maybe like a lion in the background, or or even that pregnant giraffe, because that's what's really hot right now on the internet. If you, if you could get me just a spread eagle with a fetal giraffe dropping the six feet, right out of. Do, do giraffes have cloacas? But w- w- whatever, just that. I'll give you something good in return. It'll be better than three pins from Disney World. <laughs> Anyways, if you do want to send us an email, something that that you want us to read on the on the air, uh, give us some comments, give us some feedback. It's three, the number, the numeral three, sheets to the mouse at gmail.com. So head over there and, uh, and let us know how we're doing. Also, Mikey has the the Magical Meltdown. That's www.themagicalmeltdown.com. Go over there, find his T-shirt designs. My favorite, the Uncle Walt. The Make Epcot Great Again. His newest one uh, that he that he teased this week on the on the Facebook group is the Shitress uh, yes. Swirl. C- coming out th- this coming week, I believe. Um, next weekend, I think they start a sale on T Public. So that's like on the twenty second, twenty third, something like that. So. Yeah, I think May 22 through 24, all the T-shirts will be $14. So run over there and uh, binge, binge buy some T-shirts. So, But uh, thank you for joining us this week on Three Sheets of the Mouse. If you enjoyed the show, go over to iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Leaving a review is the best way to help other Disney fans like yourselves find the show. So head over there, lay five stars on us, and Mikey will... Mike, we'll send you his. What the fuck are you doing, Mike? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to take a picture for someone who I think someone's leaving us five stars, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave him something. You know, I, I move over from one screen to the next, and Mike's got his hands down his pants, and I don't want to know. Ain't you ever had an itch what needs scratched? Uh, I, have, I have, but you're digging for gold, man. <laughs> He is cleaning the tank. I got nothing for that. I mean, I don't, I don't know where to go. I, I, you know, it's it's my mine shaft and not yours. Mike, you need some help. I just threw up a little in my mouth, just so you know. It could use a solid scrubbing. <laughs> I had a long weekend. This, this was... I would call this Reggie's revenge. Okay, that's what I would... 
That's what I'm washing <laughs> off right now. Oh my God. If you want to find us on Instagram and Twitter, we're over at Three Sheets Podcast, the number three, at Three Sheets Podcast. I post, I just actually posted a photo on uh, Instagram while we're recording. I like to do that. I like to show you what we're doing in the parks when we're down there and just uh, keep, uh, keep our Instagram and Twitter Disney. But if you really want to interact with us, head over to Facebook, join our group page. That's facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets, the number three, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. There you can be part of the Three Sheets Nation. Share your in-park pictures. Share your at-home drink pictures because we do. Uh, and just hang out with us. If you have friends that share your love for Disney, don't forget to invite them uh, because nobody wants to be the only sober person at the party. Tim, uh, I know you wanted to do a giveaway. Uh, you've got the you've got the Dark Side uh, Half Marathon or 10K coming up. 10K. Adam and I did 10K. 10K. And you know, what you guys... What you guys... Um, here every week is what our illustrious producer Jason allows you to hear. But what you don't hear is first and foremost, we're a family. The five of us came together long before this podcast existed as friends and we grew to be brothers. And when one of our brothers needs help, we come running. So what, what we're doing is Adam and I, I, you guys have probably heard it before. We're doing the 10 K, um, in Disney in April for the Dark Side 10K. And we, we set up a you caring account for Mikey's son Boston to help with the you know the growing expensive of his cancer treatment. And as we're in the final month of that and we're we're just right at our goal, our original goal that we set. So what we're gonna do is from now until the race, every person that donates, uh, we're gonna enter you guys into a raffle. And we're gonna give away we have a 60th anniversary Disneyland soundtrack and a Disney um, paintbrush from the glow at the show um, for the paint the night parade. It also works in Disney world. Um, So at the end of the, this last month with the race, we'll draw a name and one of you lucky listeners will get that as a prize. So everybody go over there and donate. Uh, Tim, where can they where can they go to donate? Youcaring.com. Uh, you can search through Strong for Boston or under Mikey's name, Mikey Weisenhunt. Uh, it's Mike Michael, W-H-I-S-E-N-H-U-N-T. And uh, you can find it either way. Or we'll post a link in the group, and you can find it through there. Um, Tim, I want to so, add Tim and Adam. Uh, Rachel and I are going to – we're going to match dollar for dollar for the first $100 – added onto that with uh, anybody that donates also awesome thank you yeah so go over there go over there and make jason donate a hundred dollars to this cause it's a wonderful cause um i know my wife and i have already donated the cause we want we really want to see uh tim and adam run a 10k and we want to see them uh because we'll uh when when do you guys run the actual race saturday morning okay so we'll be down 22nd we'll be down there that night i want to see you two all sweaty and i hope that's from running the race and not you know whatever else you want to do (laughs) i i I meant say scott i wanted to add um sarah just got back from the race and i told her i would uh we were going to have a quick little segment so she'd give us a rundown from people that maybe want to do the race that aren't expecting it um and i know she was kind of uh waiting for us to put her on here um and and 
I'm going to do that in the next week. So maybe over the next on the next episode, we could do a little four or five minute segment where we can drop down on um, her experience that was down there, and and I think I think that'd be really cool. So I, I know she's excited to do it, and we've just been so busy. So we'll is definitely she get running the Star Wars one too? Say again. Is she running the Star Wars one too? No, she just got back okay. from the Half Princess, you know. So I, I, I kind of I reached out to her. I was like, "Hey, why don't you uh, give us some feedback on it?" So she was really positive about it, and um, and I know she's listening. So she, awesome. um, so yeah, it's uh, it was more of a time thing that we just didn't get with her, but it, it's a must. And I know there's a lot of people out there that that are interested in it. So I think we can give enough feedback between her race and your guys's race that, um, and 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 ends on top of that tying your race to a good cause on top of it so yeah if any if any of our listeners are going to run the the uh dark side 10k we have a great shirt um for you guys to purchase oh, on magical like, meltdown that's fight like a sith really shirt. Nice shirt and definitely look for us we will definitely be sporting our shirts so if you see us down there let us know yes we have our shirts have been yeah, shipped. I'll, uh, I'll get you know links to all that so we can get it up on the on the Facebook page and stuff like that for uh, if anybody wants to get that um, fight like a Sith crush childhood cancer you know t shirt that I put together for Tim and Adam and I think a couple other folks have already placed orders for those uh, I think it, Tim Hamlin's going to be down there one of our Facebook group nice. members yes. He won't right. be hey, running. I wouldn't be, be running if I was down there. Shit, man. Running, you know what? Let's give a shout out to Tim Allen. Tim, good old Tim. You know, in the back of my head, when I when I'm conversing with Tim, I always say Uncle Tim because I don't want to get Tim Ebling and and or Ebling Elbing and uh, Hamlin mixed up. So I always just say Uncle Tim, Uncle Tim. And now he knows my secret. Tim Uncle a good Tim, friend of ours. <laughs> He's a great friend of the show and. He he! As soon as he became a member yes. of the group, he de- he binge yeah. listened to all the episodes. He went on mm-hmm. a, a ordering spree on Mikey's T-shirt site. He's a great love that guy. Just want to give that beard though, man. Tim is awesome, and and I just want to add on on to him for a second because he's been such a good friend to everybody. Like Tim and Adam, there's there's some teetering. This is the thing about Dizzy. My point. There's some political things that we don't agree with, but we can talk. And and Tim. Tim is Uncle Tim is totally on the other side of the spectrum than I am, but we're still Facebook friends and we're still able to converse. And um, and he's such an upstanding guy that one of his guys just I, I made a comment, and then one of his guys came at me and he and, and he actually sent me a message and he was apologetic about it and and I'm like you know it, it's cool I mean that's just the type of guy t- Uncle Tim is so I, I definitely definitely a good guy. Yeah, he's a he's a phenomenal listener. He actually, we always talk about in part participation. (laughs) 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 He said phenomenal. No, it didn't. (laughs) Scott said phenomenal. Isn't that what we do? Touche. Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, was yes, it is. So take a drink. <laughs> I'm dry. Anyway, I drank a six pack already. I'm dry. Tim is a Tim is a wonderful listener. I need to find a thesaurus for the word phenomenal. <laughs> um, drink. <laughs> said it. Tim is Tim is uh, Tim is a great listener. He actually uh, he was actually we talk about in park participation on our Facebook group. He was down in Disney yesterday, sharing pictures of his island sunset. I believe it was at the Dawa Bar in, in Animal Kingdom. 
Uh, so thank you, Tim, for doing that. And more people, when you're down at Disney, we want to see you in the parks. We want to see you drinking in the parks. We want to see you having fun. Post your picture. Share us. Uh, share everything that you're doing in the parks at the uh, at the Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. So, um, Jason, any closing remarks this week? You know, I, I, I thought about it when you said that. And... Um... I guess you know going back to the whole family thing, and, and it's kind of hard to follow up on Tim because we are we are five brothers that we we do come together quite often, um, especially in, in times of um, uh, need. Uh, anyways, well, you know, and we're not really needy because I mean we're 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 pretty established people. But the thing is, is we we need to vent. We got friends and we got shoulders and we got uh, we got people we trust that we can talk with. And you know, this morning Rachel shared a picture with me. It was my son when he was six months old. And um, do you guys ever have those uh, those uh, uh, moments where it just it, uh, something stops you dead in your tracks? And uh, I, I looked at the picture, and I bet you for ten minutes I just stared at his picture, and missing that, that the lost time that that's already gone by. And uh, I guess my point is is um, you know grab those people that are close to you and uh, give them one more hug and give them one more kiss because you know you just don't know. Um, and you just don't want to be in that position where I wished I would have. So take what's important to you and uh, make sure they know that you're important to I them. Should, I really, I'm just gonna I really need to stop calling on you first. Seriously. I really <laughs> got to stop that. Yeah. Because yeah. now who the Christ, fuck is going to go after that? <laughs> Save the Marines for last. <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, like, I, I didn't mean to step on your guys' dick, but... Yeah, the case of me, it is just, let me see nudes. And, and, and I'm going to follow this point, you know, Porn. soliloquy. So, I don't... Anyways, that. so, uh, look, look, in closing, I, I really grab what's close to you, and, and, and to me, right now, that's keeping it Disney, where make sure they know that... You're important to them because you owe it to them and you owe it to your heart to tell Adam, them. Adam, try that. to follow that up, please. Fuck me. Why is it always me too after? Every fucking time. Because on my on my on my video well, board here, well, you're right next to him. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Well, all I say is give what you can. It's for a great cause. We want to support our brother as much as we can, and this is the best way we could figure out how to do it. If you see us in the parks, we'll be down in April. Say hi. Come run with us. If you want to start a team, let us know. We'll figure out something somehow to get it done. And stay Disney. Talk to you guys next Tim. week. <laughs> I'm not following that. Tim, just say goodnight. <laughs> I'm not following that. Mikey. <laughs> goodnight. You know, um, this cute little podcast we do. <laughs> just just started. <laughs> Those are the whitest you know, it, it, it started as just a way for us to get together and hang out. All right. And the fact that we've got um, many, many listeners and, and we're growing. And that means that they're telling other people and we're expanding. And that's just that's just phenomenal. You know, we, we're we not here. Drink. Yeah, take a drink. That was on me, too. Take a drink. That, that, I'm, I'm pouring the next shot. Go for it, Scott. We're not. Um, we're, we're nobodies. Okay. We're some guys in New England. I fell in Wisconsin. I'm from the hills of Arkansas. Arkansas? All right. Yeah, Arkansas. So it, how we came together and the fact that we get to share this with, with other people and that they choose, they choose with the exception of our loved ones, 
to come back and listen to it. Um, I just I, I can't say thank you enough. The the, the outpouring of, uh, of of love for me and my family and support and stuff like that and what's going on. I, I I can't say thank you enough and and you know just the fact that we've got the Facebook page. It's a great place to interact with us and see what's going on. None of us are bashful. Um, we if you say something, we will comment on it. That's all there is to it. So, uh, you know, come feel, uh, feel some love. Let us hug you. Bye. <laughs> Is this the, where the, the fucking, uh, the queen commercial starts? <laughs> <laughs> There's always, always room for Always room for some jiggling. <laughs> Tonight's episode of Three Sheets. Well, I want to thank you guys for for tuning in as you do every week, and, and like the guys have said before me, we we are just five guys who wanted to hang out and talk about the stuff on the radio or on the air, and we really enjoy doing it. We really enjoy that you guys love it too. So, thank you, thank you very much for what what you have given us, and, and the show that we do is for you guys. So, thank you everyone for your time this time until next time so long just a while